green pastures. I know you're picturing lush fields of belly deep alfalfa as far as the eye can see. Well, get that picture out of your mind. Instead, see clumps of green along the arid landscape of the Negev Desert in Israel. That's more the biblical reality. And that's what our heart is for our weekly Green Pastures devotions published by Vineyard Boise. Our hope is that each day you'll find a wee clump of green along the all-too-often arid landscape of life, just enough to sustain you, to keep you moving forward. Each daily devotion consists of four strands, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. May the Lord lead us together into the green pastures we need today to continue growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Green Pastures for Monday, September 12th. An altar of earth. Today's scripture reading is found in Exodus chapter 20, verses 24 through 26 from the New International Version, which reads, Make an altar of earth for me. And sacrifice on it your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, your sheep and goats and your cattle. Wherever I cause my name to be honored, I will come to you and bless you. If you make an altar of stones for me, do not build it with dressed stones, for you will defile it as you use a tool on it. And do not go up to my altar on steps, or your private parts may be exposed. This is God's word. The garden, where everything belongs, where we belong, where intimacy with God and one another, with all things, flows like the four rivers where the gold is found, where the sweet incense of communion is in the air, filling our lungs with every breath, where Emmanuel permeates all, permeates us, where the everlasting is low-hanging fruit found seemingly everywhere. The altar. The earth and spaces where we mark either the experienced or the evoked presence of this garden in which we no longer dwell. As a people exiled from it, forever walking and toiling and sweating and trudging east of Eden, in dry places seeking rest but finding none, when suddenly, like Hagar in her barren flight, we find ourselves besides a spring in the desert that we had not seen as suddenly we realize we are seen by the one who sees us. And for a moment, it is Eden again, even if just for a moment. And so we shape our earthen altar or pile up gathered stones or even just one, a standing stone, testifying to all who passed that God was in this place and we didn't know it. But for a moment, for ever so tantalizingly brief a moment, we saw the face of God, even if through a glass darkly, or a burning bush. The, the Celts call such earth and spaces the thin places where the boundary between heaven and earth was suddenly, even if just for a moment, a translucent veil, the one touching the other, the one spilling over into the other. And like Peter, rubbing our eyes suddenly awake, we propose building a tent or two to somehow contain, somehow prolong the transcendent moment. But I'm getting ahead of us. It would be a while, at least in the biblical narrative with which we have to do and which has to do with us, before the thought of tents and tabernacles and temples would become the defaulting, dominating human response to encountering the divine. 
No, in the beginning, we built an altar, like an X marking the spot where God showed or where we desperately needed him to show. The spot where faith glimpsed hope or cried out for justice or mercy or provision. A place where gratitude overflowed or desperate tears were shed. As with upraised hands, that which was most valued was offered. Make it an altar of earth, undressed stones, nothing ornate, nothing elaborate, ground level, so there's no undue or overexposure. Transparency is great, but let's be careful about how we let it all hang out. An altar of earth, literal for them, metaphor for us, but real nonetheless, and desperately needed. And here's the real question. Just how many altar spaces do we walk by without so much as a pause or a glance as we go on our busy, busy way, going to such and such a city to spend a year there, buy and sell, and make a profit? So here's the question as we pause for a moment of reflection and prayer. Just how many altar spaces do we walk by each day without so much as a pause or a glance as we go on our busy, busy way? How do we slow down enough or at least maintain an openness and awareness to and of them as we go about on our busy, busy way this day? As our prayer today, join me in praying this adapted prayer from Every Moment Holy by McKelvey. You, O Lord, are with us always. Every sphere of life and creation is yours, and all are threads of the same bright weave. Our goings out and our comings in, our fellowship and our loneliness, our youth and our old age, our passions and our vocations, our chores and our entertainments. You are equally present in our failures and in our successes, in our sleep and in our wakeful hours, in our tears and in our laughter, in our births, in our lives, and even in the hours of our deaths, you are ever present with us. Train the hearts of us, your people, to practice the mindfulness of your presence in all moments, and most especially let us not pass by without so much as a hurried glance the altar moments of this day. Let us see the strange sight. Let us pause. Let us remove the shoes from our feet and let us build an altar of earth. Through your mercies. Amen. <laughs>